welcome to the show. I'm very pleased to have my guest, Jane Spicer, from Daphne's Head Covers, who is the owner and CEO. For everyone who may or may not know, Daphne's Head Covers, uh, some of the best uh, animal and, and featured head covers in the golf industry. Um, very honored to have you here. Uh, welcome to the show, Jane. Well, thank you very much for having me, John. It's good to see you again, and this is a great way to wind down a day. Oh, absolutely. And now you're coming to us from Phoenix, Arizona. So uh, we had a little bit of a difference. I, I Now, last time, correct me if I'm wrong, but last time I was in Phoenix, I'm not sure if Arizona necessarily goes by uh, the, 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 the time difference. No, you're right. And we confuse everybody because we, we don't, we have so much sunshine. We don't abide by daylight savings time. So when we, when it starts and when it ends, we can expect all of our East coast meetings and Midwest to be an hour earlier, an hour late. Cause we confuse the whole country. Right. right. I mean, you know, you got to love Arizona. It's like, it's like you go down to, to, I mean, I could be, I remember going, driving into Arizona and I'll be in Flagstaff up in the mountains and it's snowing. And then you drive down into the valley, into Phoenix, and it's like 90 degrees and sunny and perfect. It's so diverse. I've um, one day did this something very similar. I skied in Flagstaff um, up until lunchtime. Then I drove down to Phoenix, went to um, Lake Pleasant, and sailed all afternoon in t-shirt and shorts. And it's only two and a half hours apart. Right? Isn't that crazy? I'm yeah. just like, yeah. I mean, just. The, the difference of, I mean, I don't know if everybody, any, any of our listeners and, and viewers who have never, you know, got the chance to get down to Scottsdale and, and to Phoenix, that elevation difference is dramatic. And there's just something about Phoenix and being in, you know, that, that, that desert golf experience. It's different. I mean, it's just, I, I, I can't even, I lost track of how many great, great courses are in the Phoenix and Scottsdale area. I mean, everybody knows TPC Scottsdale yes. and the waste management oven. That's the, 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 the one that everybody knows, but there's a ton of fantastic courses. I believe they're just hosting the NCAA women's and men's championship these past two weeks at Greyhawk yeah, I believe. down the street from me. Yeah. At Greyhawk. And so we've had just some of the best young men and women here playing. It's a beautiful court, two courses. Um, yeah. So we're surrounded by good golf courses and there, there's so much variety. You could golf here all the time and never get tired. I don't think. I've, I've been, I've been fortunate enough to, uh, to visit the area and have a lot of friends and, and the area and, and I can certainly say that the, the golf in, in Phoenix is awesome. Um, so I've, I haven't had the chance to play Greyhawk yet, but that's on my, on my to-do list. It's on my bucket list to play. Um, let's talk a little bit about the, the NCAAs. Now, um, I believe it was Wake Forest ladies won the, um, women's national championship. Um, and, the men were playing. I, I, I'm not exactly sure who won uh, from the men's side. I don't know if that was decided today or not. But, uh, I mean, you got to have some of the NCAA players probably carrying some of the Daphne's head covers in their bags, right? 
We do. And this year I wasn't able to get out and just cheer them on, but it's always so nice when we go out and see them, especially if we don't know. And, and many of the times we don't know, John. So, you know, go out and congratulate them and cheer them on. And, and, you know, if we have a chance to introduce ourselves, we do. Um, but mainly for the kids playing at this level, I'm such a fan, you know, I'm looking at how well they play and what they do and knowing that, you know, there's different people out watching them and that this could change their future. And so it's, it's, I really go at, as a cheering fan and I'm cheering for every single one of them. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I was actually, um, trolling on, on social media this week and I saw, a, I believe it was a post by golf digest magazine and it was like talking about, um, tiger woods. Now for anybody who doesn't know the tiger head cover that tiger woods uses comes from you. That's from Daphne's head covers. That's the original tiger That's correct. head cover. And yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, and I was looking at a post, and it was like, okay, everybody knows anything about golf. Even if you don't know about golf, you know who Tiger Woods is. And I was looking. There it is. There, there he is. is. There yeah. he is right, right there. Yeah. Anybody who knows anything about golf, they they, they know Tiger Woods. And I saw this, this um, post by Golf Digest magazine, and it said that now – I, I love to golf and I'm like a two handicap golfer. So I'm, I'm fairly decent. I can hit the ball pretty, pretty decent. But, uh, I, I read that tiger when he was in his prime, that he would have been like a plus nine handicap golfer. And if you factor in like the, the tour players on PGA tour, they're playing like the hardest conditions in the world, right? He'd be like, if you factored in tour conditions, he'd be like a plus 11 golfer. Somebody said like John Rahm right now is like a plus nine handicap. I mean, that's just crazy. It's crazy. really crazy. I read that. I had to reread re it to just try to understand it because it's I, I just even, amazing. I can't even wrap my head around about like what a, a plus nine, plus 10, 11, I mean, tour caliber. I mean, that's just like, wow. I mean, I, what does that even mean? You know, I mean, if... <laughs> that's a valid question, John. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it, it's just oh the gosh. excellence on top of excellence. So let's talk about tiger. How did you get tiger to have the, the club head cover on his, on his driver? How did that happen? Well, um, you know, there's been some nice stories about me being brilliant about marketing, but the, the, um, the truth is really, it was luck, John, um, uh, Ms. Woods, uh, Tiger's mom, bought the first Tiger from Big Canyon Country Club in Newport Beach, where they belonged, um, mm -hmm. for him at, at, I think, when he was, you know, 13 or younger. And um, he just always carried it. And the, the teaching pros and things all knew him, and they also had a good relationship with Daphne, so they made sure they had them. And it, it really didn't come to my attention until a few years before he won the Masters. And I, people say, hey, there's this guy out there who's really winning and he's carrying your tiger. And I was like, well, that, that's cool. You know, that's really cool. Um, but, you know, we'd heard a lot of different stories and they kind of came and went. Um, but the, one of my favorite tiger stories was um, we were growing fairly rapidly and I, I was hiring people um, Basically, you know, 
young, building my business, not knowing what to do. So basically my qualification was if somebody worked hard and had a pulse, I hired them. It wasn't necessarily for experience or polish. And this very hardworking woman working for me. Um, and I heard her on the phone go talking to somebody and going, well, I don't care if her name is Mrs. Woods. We don't have any tigers and she can't have any. And I was like, oh my God, no, no. And this was... This was before we were even in, in, you know, this was one of our smallest buildings. So I went running saying, no, no, no. And the phone was still on the wall. And I grabbed the cord and I pulled it out of her hand. So the phone fell on the ground, bonk, bonk, bonk across the floor. And I picked it up. Hello, hello, hello. Um, oh, yes, Miss Woods is there. We have tigers. We didn't have any, but I would make one. And I'm like, oh, my God, you no, don't tell her no. So from that point on, I got six tigers and I put them in the back of my office drawer mm -hmm. and I kept them so that no matter what I'd have them for her. And now I still have six locked in, in my office closet as an insurance policy. So there's no option to ever say that ever again, but that talk about something that conversation that gave me the heebie jeebies and nightmares for a long time. Oh my God. Well, they say good help is hard to find. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but now that had to been like you know the 90s you know and and or, you know when tiger was you know getting onto the scene and pretty mm -hmm. much you know reinvented golf and i would say that you know yeah. golf as we know it today and we'll, we can get to that but like golf as we know it today and and the prize money that players can appreciate today basically changed because of what tiger brought to the game you know would you agree yeah i mean the 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 level of play that that he brought the level of excitement to the fans and reinvigorated the game i guess if so to speak um mm -hmm. just that that quality i mean everything we see in the golf industry from clubs and apparel and club head covers and equipment and 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 his quality of play i mean it elevated everybody i mean we look at like John Rahm and Brooks Kepka and, uh, you know, um, um, Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. I mean, all the best players in the game today. I think everyone saw what Tiger was doing, right? I mean, his, his, his work ethic, his, his athletic ability, his, his workouts and everything that he did. I mean, you see what the, the template that Tiger brought basically changed how everybody plays today. And now you see all the college kids. I mean, we're talking NCAA stuff. All of the college kids, young men and women, I mean, they're aspiring to be, you know, the next tour star, you know? Absolutely, yeah. And and it's, it's, it's I, I think it's fantastic that you were able to capitalize on, you know, arguably the greatest player who has, ever played next your cat the greatest <laughs> player who has ever played the game um you know i think from a statistical and and just a, a dominating statistical standpoint uh and he's carrying your club head cover the daphne's head covers tiger on his bag and he's done it for for years yeah for and, his his entire career and it's just been so wonderful to just watch his whole journey and progression you know i'm grateful to him for of course what it did for daphne's head covers um 
but also what it did for the game of golf. Um, and, you know, there's so many good things. And then that's not even to mention how he quietly has just remained philanthropic and so generous through, you know, the Tiger Woods Foundation the entire time. But yeah, watching things, I mean, what, watching the Masters or any of the champion events when your design is on somebody's bag and that somebody happens to be Tiger Woods and the world's best golfer, they, you know, my whole family had a protocol. My kids knew, you know, when it was Sunday and Tiger was winning, we were all there watching and, you know, it was all positive and cheering. And, and if you had anybody who was explaining how a player should hit it or something, they were quickly um, uh, invited out of our living room. And, you know, we've, um, and then as over the years, as, as I've worked with Nike and they've licensed from me and had Tiger gear, of course, we wear all our Tiger gear and cheer madly. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've cried at every one of his, his master's wins. Oh, God. So it, it's all been really, really exciting and fun just to, to oh. watch it all and cheer him on. And, you know, and now his son, Charlie's carrying our Tiger, too. He said, you know, what do you want to carry, Charlie? He goes, well, I want to carry a Tiger like my dad. Is he really? Wow. Yeah. And you know, what's cool is on the back of his, Ms. Woods embroiders on the back of Tiger's, you know, it says in Thai love from mom, because she couldn't always travel with him. So that way she's always there with him, which I think as a mom is really beautiful. Um, but that, so on Charlie's, it says love from grandma. Wow. Now, Isn't that, that cool? That is, that is something that I don't think very many people at all in the whole world, no. Like, no. That's a little known fact that Mrs. Woods embroiders in Thai messages to her son and her grandson on the back yeah, of the Yeah, so it's always a love from mom on tigers. And that's what it said consistently. So when she'd call me, and it's just great. I mean, once, you know, I'm a big hiker. And, you know, like one day I was hiking and the, mm -hmm. the um, going in to get some supplies after a hike. And the, you know, phone pops up, Tita Woods. You know, so you pick it up. I was thinking it was in the parking lot of the Bashes in Sedona. I was like, hi, how are you? We have a lovely chat, warm, nice, nice woman. And she's like, okay, I need some more tigers. This is what I need. And, um, you know, I said, well, can I send them to you, not lined, so you can embroider them and then I'll line them so they fit just fine. Oh, no, I don't have time. Don't worry about that. Just send them to me, you know. So uh, those are fun phone calls to get at random times. Um, and, you know, of course, to ad address rapidly and make sure she's got what she needs. Wow. I mean, that's just, this is, this is amazing. So, I mean, I mean, everybody wants to have insight right into yeah. the players. I mean, I don't know if you got a chance to watch the, uh, the Netflix series full swing, mm -hmm. but I it, did. Like, it was, I, I, what I loved about it was kind of the behind the scenes view that you got to see of what it's like for, yeah. A, a, a PGA tour player because a lot of us, a lot of us don't know. I mean, the, the, the golf industry, anybody who's a fan of, of golf and anybody who's worked in the golf industry, everybody knows like how small of a family it really is. I mean, it's like yeah. the smallest, probably the smallest of any, any of the professional sports by far. And yeah. it, it's, it's such a small industry and everybody knows everybody. Um, it, it's it's just remarkable, um, you know what 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 we're able to do, and um, you know how fantastic some of these these opportunities and and when they come for some players, I mean you you have to make the most of those opportunities, you know, 
and, yeah. and you know we've seen we've seen we've seen good players come and go and and speaking of good players um with that good fortune that happened from you know having uh you know the woods family um carrying your 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 club head covers i mean that had to be great publicity and it it probably gave you a lot of recognition for what you know your head covers are doing what other what other players uh tour players uh recognizable names have have carried your head covers Oh, thank you for asking. There have been a lot over the years, and my team always gets upset with me when I, I don't remember all of them, and it's never not out of a great love for all of them, but it changes. Our very first was Craig Stadler, um, and he came and said, hey, my mom's making my walrus, and she's really tired of it, and um, would you make a different one? And so we designed and worked on it together with him, and he couldn't have been nicer. Um, and at the late Payne Stewart carried our koala in honor of his wife, who was Australian. Um, you know, and currently we've got, you know, Patrick Cantlay and uh, Dustin Johnson carries our black lab on and off. Um, you know, the Rory. Lydia carries our, well, he's Rory's carries ours on and off. So it's interesting. He's, I think they have a family friend that makes the St. Bernard. Um, now, when he does photo shoots for Nike, it's it's Daphne's because it photographs very well. But I think that they have you know some type of 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 relationship or friendship where it's it, it's the other one. Um, but we're honored that we're the one that looks good in photos. And you know if it's if um, and you know so it's just it grows all the time. And and my favorite thing, John, is when I'm watching golf and there's somebody else that we don't know about. So we have. Currently, we have over 200 touring pros on the LPGA, PGA, and the Champions Tour carrying Daphne's, John Daly, you know. Um, and so there's, it, it's really cool to see. I would love to have John Daly on this show. <laughs> he is so nice. He is. He's, Isn't he? Yeah. He just got this southern charm mm -hmm. and he's another one who calls out of the blue in fact he mm -hmm. um last week i'm driving along and phone rings and it's him and i'm in the car we're on the way to the theater and he said i'm here with um i said oh hi john and he said actually it's not john it was his friend who owns a club and he said i'm actually on john's phone and i'm golfing with john and he's mad at me because i don't have any of my his lions in my golf shop so he said i had to call you i said okay <laughs> wonderful so we had a nice chat and i and i you know send me your information and we'll, we'll get some out to you and then john hops on the phone just as nice as could be you know in the southern charm how are you doing darling and you know nice repartee back and forth and it just he's just a pleasure to talk to and a pleasure to work with and you know i i love making his lions for him i met john at uh at the masters in 2015 and got the first time I ever got to get down to Augusta and some buddies and we were like, Oh, you got to get down to the Hooters. John Daly's outside Hooters. And he sets up outside Hooters every year and he's got his, his, his stuff and he signed a master's flag for me and we got pictures and we hung out. And I mean, the dude not only can engulf, but he's like big time into music too. And he like, yeah, plays and he's like actually a good musician that's crazy yeah he's a he's a talented human being there's a lot of different things that he can do and 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 do well he seems to have some some extreme gifts and obviously of course he's worked very very hard now 
I remember when, okay, when I started golf, golfing as, as, as a youngster, I'm old enough that I was still playing like persimmon woods, woods mm-hmm. kind of clubs. I mean, like metal woods were out and stuff, but, um, there was this, this transition was happening to, you know, the tour pros where they didn't play like the metal woods, like right away. A lot of them were still playing the, the quality of the persimmon woods was still that high that they were still playing those. And then the, the metal woods came. And I remember the club that John Daly was hitting. It was uh, the, I think it was like a Wilson killer whale. And mm-hmm. it was like a oversized at the time. What, what we thought of was like oversized was like this, this bigger club. Cause I mean, persimmon woods were like this big. And then this right. killer whale came out was like, that driver was like bigger. And if we look at it now, it was probably like the size of a three wood or something today. But at yeah. the time that thing was massive and it was like, that's what John Daly was. So, I mean, of course everybody wanted to go out and buy that club and sure, wanted to be, sure. you know, and, and I, you know, he really kind of was, was really known for his, his distance for how far he hit the ball. And he would just like dominate courses. And I think cause he did that before tiger, you know, and everybody started tiger proofing courses and, and making courses longer, you know, for tiger, John Daly was the first one who really kind of brought that pizzazz to the tour of like mega distance, you know? Yeah. And he, yeah. He, I mean, he, he, he can certainly hit it. And he, um, we also, when he did that, Wilson came to us and we made the killer whale covers for them. So, you know, it's kind of funny on the, in the head cover world when something happens and it's named something like that. You come to Daphne's and, you know, we try to create something for you. But, yeah, I mean, the way he hit and the – do you remember them talking about the distancing in the groups ahead because he hit so far he would hit into them when nobody else had, so it wasn't an issue? Right, right. I I I, I just knew that, that John Daly would, like – dominate courses i mean he would hit so far and i mean even even comparatively like to now i mean the technology is so great and and the ball travels so far that you know they're trying to to get the ball manufacturers to create different different balls that don't fly as far i don't know if that's going to fly or not i don't know about that i mean but what he was doing i mean i played at some some of the courses that um i know john played at and they were like, yeah, John Daly, like, flew that tree at, like, 330 yards out. And I'm like, that's crazy, ridiculous. I mean, super talented guy, uh, um, you know, down to earth. I'd love to have him on the show. I mean, if, if I can get John Daly on the show, it'd be, that'd be awesome. I mean. <laughs> oh, you would have so much fun. He's a great conversationalist, has beautiful energy, and, of course, probably more stories than you and I combined ever. But- I love the I love the meme of him where he he was a it was a video reel and he's like it's on the golf cart and he's like where's the first tee and what's the course record <laughs> yeah like, yeah out of smoke Sicker. yeah I think that I think that's why everybody maybe relates to him is because he's like not your prototypical you know stuffy tour player he's mm-hmm. you know he's got a belly he smokes he drinks and it's like who can't relate to that I mean that's our yeah everyday weekend golfer i mean that's you know that's that's who we have and that's that's i think why people idolize him he's, he's an awesome guy yeah um, yeah now talking about some of the other head covers that you've done 
Um, I, I, I have to say that uh, you and I got to work together a few years back. Um, I was doing some things uh, with the Veteran Golfers Association. Um, I myself am a Marine Corps veteran, and I, I believe I reached out and kind of just pitched an idea like, hey, you know, we'd like to, you know, would you be interested in doing uh, a collaboration on a club head cover recognizing our veterans? And mm-hmm. we got to talking, and one thing just it it just clicked and i was i think for me it was just kind of a shot in the dark and i was just like hey i i love daphne's head covers i mean tiger woods i mean all you know all the club head covers that you have which are awesome and i was like i wonder if they would love to do you know a club head cover for veterans and we were able to connect and that led to the military bear and I've got it. you do have it I do have it. Yeah, I was because since this was our collaboration, I had to bring it so we could. There he is. There is the military bear. And, and do I you still... remember the detail of the hat? Like we had oh my God. how many hats I made because, you know, we wanted to represent all, all branches of the military. And I had no idea right. how like what this khaki or that khaki meant or what that hat we had. And you were great because you're like, no, let me explain these different things. I, I think I made 10 hats and five different khakis before we settled on what was right that represented everybody. I think I remember like sending you like a, 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 an email with a picture of like a print that was like, no, this is the right camouflage you know, pattern that we need to have on because I wanted to make sure that, you know, any branch of service, anybody who is a veteran young or old, they were going to be able to relate. And I think that, what was in the back of my mind was we have to get this right. Like I appreciate that we went back and forth, back and forth so many times on that print, but I wanted to make sure that we got something that was accurate that every veteran out there can say, Oh yeah, you know, that that's spot on. I mean, it's, it's relatable to any branch of service. And I think that's why we went so far on that to make sure that we got it right. And you couldn't have nailed it any more perfectly than you had. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I remember we'd have conversations and I go to production and go to my team and go, no, it's this khaki. You got to find it. And no, this, this has to change on the hat. And so we'd back, be back there changing. But what was really nice is sometimes when we design people go, well, you know, I kind of want this. And we can't, even though we've, you know, Daphne's head coverage has been, we just celebrated our 45th year in business. We're not mind readers. And you were so good with, okay, here's an example. This is why. Let's get this. So it was a really, really good, vibrant collaboration, which really, I think, led to the success of the design. I, I, I'm, I'm still floored every time I walk into a PGA Superstore or a Gulf Galaxy and I go over by the Daphne's head covers and I'm like, hey, there's the military bear. And yeah. I'll tell people like, hey, I, I helped, uh, I helped with this design, you know, and I was a yeah, military consultant for this design. And they're like, get out of here. Yeah. You're kidding. You 100% I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> and I go in and I see it and it's just, it, it still just floors me every time I see it. So, you know, I, I can't thank you enough for that and for uh, the support that you've provided for our, our, our men and women. Um, it was just recently Memorial day weekend. So, um, you know, we always think about our, our, 
our veterans, our men and women who have served and, and those who have given the ultimate sacrifice. So a big shout out to you and to Daphne's for, for what you do and, and that support. We'd greatly appreciate it. By, well, by thank you. Thank you. I mean, thank you for your service, John, and, and for the opportunity to do this and being able to recognize um, the men and women that serve for us. You know, it's, it's kind of an unusual thing for a head cover maker or a company to get to do, but it was important to all of us. And, um, you know, so it, it was a wonderful project that was meaningful and, and still remains meaningful. I was just golfing a couple of weeks ago and a friend of mine pulls up and say, hey, can I join in? And we're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, Hey, I noticed your head covered. He had, he had the military bear and he's like, yeah, I just got this the other day. And I was like, dude, do you know where that came from? And I told him the story and he was like, no way. Are you serious? And I was like, yeah, man, <laughs> you couldn't believe it. And I was that's just awesome. like, that's what it's all about right there. I mean, like, just like you said, when you see a tour player and I don't care if it's a tour player or if it's, you know, your buddy or just some random who you get paired up with and you see a, one of your club head covers. I mean, that's just so proud. I mean, that makes you feel yeah. so good to see that. Yeah. You so know? you get it too. So I love that. It's, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. I have to, when my kids were younger, they would say, you cannot speak to everybody that has one of our head covers, mom. It's so embarrassing because I would be out and see somebody. And I just want to thank them. You know, and, you know, with the kids as, as you know, in middle school, be like, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> You've got to stop. But it just meant so much to me that anybody carried Daphne's and, you know, and continued to. I just wanted to go and thank everybody. Like, oh, no. So my kids are considerably taller than me. So as they got taller, they just bit by bit, I noticed them kind of manhandling me and steering me the other direction. So I didn't embarrass them again as I rushed up to thank somebody. How old are your kids now? Um, my son is 28. My daughter's 22. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So it's, it's, um, they've been through the whole journey. You know, my son slept on the factory floor because I was so busy. Um, after Tiger won the masters the first time I didn't have time to go home. Um, and I wanted him with me. So he grew up, the, our conference room was his playroom and I brought him like a, a Fred Flintstone car and he would go in circles around the factory in there and, he slept, I used the fur that we use on the beaver head covers for their ears, and I got a bunch of it and stacked it in the corner of my office, and that's where he slept. So, um, Those were his pillows. Been ingrained. <laughs> I mean, I think for, I mean, for anybody out there who, who owns any kind of business, you know, if you're trying to make it, that's what it takes. It takes that yeah. kind of dedication, and you have to put, everything into it right oh 100 percent. you can't you know it's it's i liken it as you know i'm a big hiker i liken it to hiking it's you know some days you get up and you just run up and down the mountain and it's great and other days it's just hard to get out of bed and then a lot of days it's kind of a trudge trudge in between but if you're going to be successful at business you've got to get up and do it every day every single day, every single damn day, no matter what, whether you're celebrating it and it's wonderful or it's not, it's just the, the tenacity of, you know, looking at your goal, knowing you're getting to the top of the mountain to use that analogy, no matter what rain or anything and coming back down and just continuing doing it. And, you know, I've missed uh, the time when we got out of college and everybody was getting married and things. I missed almost all the weddings cause I was working weekends and um, miss so many other things because 
it it was what I needed to do to build the company. So I, I got to ask, you know, you said you're celebrating your 45th year in, in, yeah. in business. Let's go back a little bit. What, what made you decide to, to start making head covers? I mean, was it just, you had a dream one day or you, you know, you thought, well, I'm just going to make a head cover. I mean, how did this, how did this happen? It's, it's a fun story. It's, um, when I was 10, I asked my mom, Daphne, our company's namesake, for a sailboat. We were, uh, my mom was from England, not a nautical family, even though we were living in the desert. And she said, you know, think of a business, Jane, earn it yourself. So I said, well, can we make, uh, I'll make stuffed toys for Christmas. So she taught me how, and I, you know, we bought some fur and I, I, we designed them. They weren't from patterns and most of them weren't, most of them were our designs, very simple. And I would cut and sew them. And then I'd fill up a garbage bag, throw it over my shoulder and walk up and down the street and knock on the neighbor's doors and sell them. Um, and I, I just would go from block to block to block. And I finally, as a 10 year old, bought a little 16 foot sailboat. Um, it was beautiful. Um, and it was just so thrilled. I discovered I liked making my own money. Um, so the, then the puppets kind of more, the toys, excuse me, morphed into hand puppets and my mom and I would go to arts and craft shows on the weekend and I'd sell them there. And soon I was selling so many and I still didn't drive John. So my mom would, I'd go into the sailboat and I'd take out the mainsail and the boom and I'd pack it with all the puppets. And then she'd take me to the art show and just leave my sailboat in the back of my space. And I used that for inventory. And then I'd set up a little table and I'd sell, and that way I could carry enough stock. Um, and that was, I learned a lot selling on the streets. And then one day somebody suggested that we make golf club covers. So my mom and I talked about it and we thought at first it was a silly idea. Um, and then my mom bribed me and she said, you know, you're, you're gonna be 16 soon. If you make and sell enough of these, I'll buy you a car. Well, I was in, I wanted a car more than anything. So we went to the, the Goodwill, because I thought, well, golf is fancier than street fairs selling the puppets. And I bought a, a patent leather hat box. And I made enough head covers to fit into the box, just like like how a fisherman only takes the fish that fit in their frying pan. Okay. I was like, I only need as many samples as fit into this box that I bought from Goodwill. Right. Um, and then I went to the Arizona Biltmore here you know, long time Frank Lloyd Resort and one of our, I think it's the second golf course in Phoenix. And I talked my way into the pro shop and I went in and there was all photos on the wall and the highest photo said Pete, the director of golf. So I figured he was the guy. So I just said, hi, I'm here to see Pete. Um, and they showed me back to his office, probably thought I was somebody's kid, you know, and, and walked in and I gave him my sales pitch. When and was this? What, what year this was, was this? In 79. So there were no animal head covers. There certainly weren't any 16 year old female sales reps. And uh, I gave him my sales pitch and he listened. He's a beautiful man. He's still a friend of mine. And he said, well, I'm gonna tell you three things. One, I'll buy your head covers. Two, that's the worst sales pitch I've ever heard in my life. And three, I'm gonna give you some pointers on how to sell it. And I'm gonna send you to some of my, my friends. And, um, you know, that was my very first sale. And Daphne's is still at the Arizona Biltmore. They hold a very special place in my heart. And then I kept on selling until I earned the car that my mom had bribed me for. And I bought a 1973 bright red Volkswagen Bug 
which I thought was the most beautiful car on the planet. And, and that was the start of Daphne's head covers. Oh my gosh. So you, you, you started your business basically with a, 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 a goodwill box and you got your start at the Biltmore. I actually, I, I played at that course. Um, one time I came down, I, I, I got to play in a charity outing there, which was like, that's, that's a fantastic course. It so is. you, 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 you got your start and you started selling head covers. So like, what were you making? Like, were you making different kind of animals or were you making like caricatures or what were you making? Yeah, I was making, I turned some of my puppets into head covers. So I turned a koala into a head cover and then we didn't golf. So, um, but I, I, I read up a lot. We're a family of voracious readers. So I was reading up about golf and I learned that a birdie and an eagle and a bogey were golf things. And I knew a bogey was. So I made a birdie and eagle and then I made a bogey and it, it had like rickrack teeth and tentacles and kind of googly eyes and was my version of what was bad. Uh, so that was part of it. So I would go and sell those and, um, you know, the second customer that I went to said he wasn't going to buy from me. And uh, Pete had sent me on to him. Um, he was a brilliant marketer, but really rough. And he said, well, I'm not going to buy from you because you don't have an appointment. You don't have a business card. You walked into my office. You don't have a catalog and you don't have the head cover I want. And I remember being so scared of this guy, John. And I don't know where it came from, but I said, well, what head cover do you want? He said, well, I want a camel. So I said, well, fine. If you order 12, I can make it. I had no idea. And I was much shyer then, so I don't even know where that came from. But he said, okay, I'll order 12. And then he proceeded to chew me out all the way to my car about how unprofessional I was. And when he left, I you know, was in tears. But I went home and said, mom, we have to design a camel. She said, why didn't you sell him what you have? I was like, well, I don't really know. It just, you know, <laughs> he said he wanted this. Right. So over the years, I, I've just listened to customers and, and designed along the way. And some things we can get and, you know, some things we can't, but it's, it's the designs just evolved as people asked for things. And then it was just a matter of, you know, cause I was, we were, my mom and I cutting, sewing, designing, delivering, selling everything. So I was so busy all the time, you know, just keeping the whole ball rolling. Right. So, I mean, you, you've had to be like innovative in, in this industry and you've had to keep up with demand. And I mean, that, that's, that's so fascinating to hear about, you know, how you, you got your start and you, you develop products, listening to customers and listening to these hardcore golf professionals and, and golf managers that were chewing you out. I mean, you know, I guess if, if, if anybody wants to say like the school of hard knocks or trial by fire, I mean, you went through it because that's the, the, the toughest of the tough to, yeah. to learn, you know, the, the, the golf industry, especially since you weren't a golfer and didn't know a whole lot about golf. That's, mm -hmm. that's incredible that you were able to like get through that and you learned and you learned quickly how to be successful in this industry, which is, which is an amazing feat because we, you know, we've seen a lot of things flash in the pan things, especially in the yeah. golf industry come and go. And I think one right. of the 
staples and, and, and the stalwarts of of the golf industry has always been, you know, Daphne's head covers and, yeah. and you see them everywhere. And, and you have literally hundreds, hundreds, if not, you know, maybe thousands of designs that you've done over the years. What are some of the latest and, and you know, talking about being innovative and creative and staying up to uh, up up to speed with this industry? What are you doing now? Like, what are some of your, your latest designs and, and things that you've been creative with to, to keep up in the times? Well, you know, we're always listening and my front office staff, well, it's, it's just so nice building a company because I, I get to pick and choose who I work with. And my front office staff is amazing. And they're very good listeners as my regional account managers are. So we ask and listen all the time. And so we're watching this new demographic of, of golfers coming in uh, we refer to them fondly as young bucks. You know, they're the very fit 20, 30, 40 year old males that they're very well dressed. You know, they're arriving in Peter Millar and G4 and they're they're matched and they've got style and they're muscular. They've got a physique like Tiger and, and, and they hit the ball far and their language is different. You know, they're all betting all the time and the trash talk is amazing amongst them and they're playing. So we've been really focusing on on what they need and and interviewing them really. So we we came out with um, a bomb, and it you know it, it says boom on it for the driver and you know all the talk of the big driver. We have a money bag that that came in and is sold out everywhere, and we did, had some fun with it and um, printed some uh, fabric uh, money that comes out of the top of it and. Um, our tiger is in the center of it. So where the president would be, it's, it's our tiger. Um, and that just, that came in, we introduced that at the PGA show and instantly sold out and we've got lines of orders for it. So those were two where we're just really listening to see who's out there. Um, I always try to do something for Arizona, um, you know, since we're here. And so we did a rattlesnake this year. That's very, very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, so there's just so many different, and I'm just looking through our catalog right now because we're really prolific this year, and I can't remember all of them. We've mm -hmm. got a a goldfish that the detail on it is amazing, and um, you know our doodle because so many people have doodles. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's just great. And let's see what else is new on here. We've got a unicorn, and the proceeds of the sales um, uh, support Girls Golf of Phoenix. Where Daphne's is. Our core value is we must do good while we're doing well, and we're really big in supporting the game that built us. So we do a lot with uh, the first tee of Phoenix and um, and girls golf. And so we have some you know head cover that benefits girls golf. We've got a toucan with blue feet and a bright beak, a blue jay that's just stellar, no pun intended, um, a bloody mary. So because you were seeing a lot of kind of the brunch crowd play and have cocktails. Right, uh, right yeah. so that was fun trying to figure out how to sew a lime and a shrimp um, <laughs> to have them sticking out of it so you know we're constantly innovating yeah you, you so you're just like staying like up up to up to date on and yeah. and just listening to your customer base I mean if you if you could give any advice to somebody who's who's running a business now I mean because this is tough because I will say this about this this younger generation that's out there right now they're tough 
because they're they're different than you know um our parents generation our generation you know our our kids' generation they're they're different it's not the same as when we went through school you know and we were you know learning off a of blackboard and we were learning all this stuff and it's like kids today you know have have computers and and smartphones and i mean it's, it's just that it they didn't go through that transition that that our generation or our parents generation did it was just the air that they breathed you know and yeah. i think a lot of that has to do with um you know like google and youtube and stuff like that i mean i remember when i was growing up and and and, and golfing i was just talking about this like if i wanted to get like online lessons or video lessons of like golfing and stuff i had to like buy a vhs tape you know right. like and uh, pop it in, yeah. the, in the vhs player and like and that's kind of how i learned a lot of stuff because i grew up poor i couldn't afford you know a, a golf membership or lessons and all that kind of stuff because golf was kind of always just up here it was like an expensive right. you know a, a, a country club kind of thing you know and it's like our our kids today they have instant information and and um it's like now everything has to happen now and it's like if it doesn't happen now well they're already out the door you know and to to be able to keep up with that crowd and and to to stay in touch with that i mean that's that's a feat in and of itself right there i mean i got to give you props just on that because i mean when you can capture that kind of crowd and you know and it probably helps having a 22 year old you know kid so they can give you you know i mean how much how much do your kids help you with with the business itself i mean that's well you know they've they've helped in in different ways one always being my north star so that when it was really tough or hard i had a reason to get back up and do it again Mm -hmm. you know so it's um that's constant um uh my son jack is quite involved with the business now um He's currently getting two master's degrees, so he's very busy, but he's kind of watching and looking at our, our technology and different things and on the golf course and, and you know, um, paying attention to what's happening. And we have, we actually have um, monthly scheduled calls that are solely dedicated to business because very close to both my kids, we talk all the time. Um, and this one is just, let's just talk about business. How's, how's Daphne's technology? Am I aware of this? Um, we could do this better. How do we change this? So, you know, keeping us really current. And, you know, I've done designs over the years, like my sloth, that's, this is my golf bag back here. Yeah. The, you know, I was designing it. And my daughter was like, yeah, no. What do you mean? No, it's a great sloth. She's like, you got to look at them on Instagram and look at different things. Sloths are more fun. It should have a smile. It should have these different things. So I listen to her and I, I change it. I come, I bring it home, change it, bring it home, change it, bring it home. Well, it's been a bestseller since, since then just listening. So, um, you know, that's, I think that's probably one of my business skills is I've just listened and I ask a lot of questions. Um, so it's, you know, I hear it hear from all different ages and ask a lot of questions and then really absorb them. I'm constantly taking notes. You know, I'm known for my, my agenda is with me all the time so that I can capture ideas. And I was an art student in school. So still writing feels the best for me, but then I can write or I can sketch. So it's just constantly looking, asking, listening. That's great advice. So 
Any business owners out there listening, you heard it right here from Jane. So, I mean, uh, I think it's a great story. Uh, It's a a story of success. And, I mean, I think anybody out there, and especially golfers, can relate to this because, you know, it's it's not all birdies and pars. I mean, there's times when we fall flat on our face, too, and you dub a shot. I mean, we can all relate to that kind of uh experience and uh as as a business owner um i'm i'm gonna ask you this i mean answer you don't have to answer if you don't want to but um i'm sure it probably wasn't every club head cover you sold you know sold off the shelves i mean there had to have been some that were just like you give us i mean is there any 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 stories that you have of maybe something that you thought was like oh for sure people are gonna love this and it just flopped completely as oh sure you know what it still happens it still happens like when we first designed a unicorn i thought it was going to be the best thing ever it was a white unicorn with a kind of a sparkly mane and and it just flopped just absolutely flopped and then i was talking to some of the little girls from girls golf and and i said well do you like this because they shed unicorns all over a golf bag she's like it's boring and i said well what do you mean it's boring? It's like, you know, silly unicorns aren't white. They're purple and their manes are rainbow. And she's just laughing like this delightful little girl on the golf course. And she's like, you know, like, don't you, can't you see that? So I went back and I made a unicorn that was, is lavender with a rainbow mane. We can't keep it in stock. I've seen you that know, and, and yeah, yeah. And this was, yeah. I think she was eight or nine. You know, and I remember when she was like, oh, silly, that's, and her mom, like, because I think I'd sponsored the tournament, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she's like, don't, don't call her silly. And I was like, no, this is, please don't interrupt. I need to, I need to listen to your daughter. Um, you know, we've had some things that were successful that were slightly embarrassing. Like um, one year I designed a, 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 a grizzly, and this was before the military bear and a hippo and the hippo wasn't quite right. Its nostrils were stuck out and I couldn't fix it. But the PGA show came, it was a deadline. I was setting it up and Golf Channel came by and they said, so I thought that they said, what are your new head covers? And what they said are, what are the best sellers that every shop should buy? And you know, everybody's setting up, there's tape guns going on, there was chaos. So I said, well, these. And so I highlighted the, the Grizzly and the not very good hippo. But the way they played it was the two best-selling items at the golf show are these two things. So all of a sudden, I'm selling this horrendous hippo, just being like, oh, my God, I don't know why it's selling. I've done my own commercial not paying attention. So I'm madly redesigning it and redesigning it all the time as we send it out to let people know. You know, it's like, oh, I've got to be so careful about you know what i say or do and so over the years it evolved and it got much better but those first that first batch and then they kept on selling it was like i'm so mortified um you know so there's there's so many things and we do lots of custom work so you know we're working on you know all kinds of crazy things right now you know uh um because we've done an an outhouse for a tournament. The things that people come up with are just nuts. And a a dog with a royal crown on it and royal purple robes. And uh, 
you know, so we have a whole custom line. Uh, we do the uh, Nathan's Vienna beef, no, the Vienna beef dog every mm -hmm. year with, mm -hmm. is a Chicago dog complete with Chicago celery dog. salt um, for the Love owner Chicago. of Vienna beef. Love Chicago. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a constant creative process. I'm just looking here. We've done bass fish and um, a pink Buffalo Chiquita banana, you know, so there's all that creativity is going on at Daphne's head covers all the time. In addition to whatever our current line is. So how does somebody go about uh, doing an order? I mean, can they go right to your, to your website or if yeah. they want to do, you, you, you do custom orders too. So what well, do we do, we do custom orders for a quantity. So, okay. you know, you've got to be, um, it's, um, you know, we, Daphne's head covers manufacturers out of three different factories here in Phoenix, one in China and one in Indonesia. Um, so depending on your needs, um, our team, our Phoenix team designs them. And then we go from there. Um, if you just want to buy a head cover for you, if you go to our website, daphnesheadcovers.com, you can see, I think we have, this year we have 108 different designs. Um, and then you could have it embroidered. So, you know, you could do a Father's Day present or, you know, have your name on it. Or, or I have some teachers that will have um, some of the golf pros. They'll have, you know, slow or breathe or focus. Or, you know, you'll get it as your spirit animal and put something on there as a reminder. So there's a lot of things you can do that way. Wow, that's, that's interesting. So... If you would like to get yourself and get your hands on a Daphne head cover, go to daphnesheadcovers.com. And if you'd like to get a custom order, have some quantity in mind and you can talk to Jane and her design team and you guys will make that happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll certainly our... try. We'll have a discussion and, and see what we can do. So you just, just call the office and my team and, um, you know, then we have a discussion and see if it makes sense and if it's something that we can do. You know, if if we can, we're we're happy to. We could do your corporate design or you know, what it um, you know anything. The the custom minimum is ninety pieces, mm -hmm. so you know you got to be committed to what it is. And of course, we've done ones that are much much bigger. Um, but 90 is, it can be attainable, you know, if you have a cool tournament or, you know, it's your corporate logo or something. And those are fun for us to do. One recommendation I would have is don't go back and forth on your color pattern like 12 different times. though. Either. <laughs> Just my friend John gets to do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This has been a blast. Uh, I, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. Um, it's it's always great to see you. Um, I'm I'm very pleased to, to hear from you and, and hear that the success i love tracking everything that daphne's does um if you go out follow you guys on social media we'll post some links down in the in the comment section below um you know go and check it out we wish you the best jane and i Thank hope to you. see you again um I, i'll definitely uh the next time i get down to the phoenix area i'll i'll, I'll look out and and get in touch and oh it's please do yeah absolutely. it's great to see you and you know, thank you for your long-term friendship. So it's it's been fun to be on here. A great way to end the day in sunny Phoenix. So um, let's, of course, continue to stay in touch. Yeah, it's like 90 degrees here in Wisconsin. It's like obscenely hot. I'm like, wow, where is, I don't know what this weather is. I think we you sent your weather up by our way, honestly. I might have. I'm, if, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. If you like it, you're welcome. So. Well, I mean, the thing about like Phoenix weather is it could be like 95, 100 degrees. But it's the dry heat. 
And, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, it's fine. You get that up here in, in this humidity up in, you know, in, in Great Lakes territory up here. It's just obscenely just ridiculous. I mean, you, you yeah. don't even want to go outside. It's just so sticky. And ugh, I mean, the, the ball doesn't fly. I mean, you just don't want to play. We were playing league earlier and it was just like, ah, I can't stand it. Like, I'd it's glad to come down by you. Yeah, come down anytime. You're welcome. And, you know, we've, we'll, um, if our schedules collide, we can, um, we can play golf too. It'll be a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely. And we'll get some lunch and, and connect up. So it was great to see you. Thanks for coming on. Um, awesome to see you again and wish you the best of luck in a successful 2023. Thank you very much. I wish you, you know, you and your family just peace and happiness and prosperity. And thank you for your friendship. Thank you, Jane. I appreciate it.